Welcome to Sportsbeat KC, the Kansas City Stars daily sports podcast. It's Monday, April 24th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. It's NFL Draft Week everywhere, but especially in Kansas City. I can see final preparations on the build-out at Union Station from where I'm sitting. It's going to be a great event. We kick off our coverage this week with this topic. How many former Kansas City area high school players will be selected in the draft? We usually have a couple taken. The last one in the first round was Isaiah Simmons from Olathe North back in, I think it was 2020. I think there could be a couple taken in the second round, including Kansas State defensive lineman Felix Enudike Uzama, who's from Lee Summit. On today's show, we're going to talk NFL draft prospects from Kansas City area, and we're going to talk to one of them, Ikena Enichukwu, a defensive lineman from Rice University. He played at Ruskin High, projected to be a, a Saturday draft pick. That means somewhere in the fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh round. We'll also speak with Preps KC Managing Editor Dion Clisso, who breaks down area NFL draft prospects from a Kansas City perspective. Okay, let's get started. We'll talk to Dion first, and after a break, we'll catch up with Ikena Enichukwu. Dion, I don't know if you know this, uh, but an NFL draft is, a, is soon <laughs> upon us. I, and, and maybe you heard that it might be in Kansas City. I don't know. I, I think I've heard something on, on the TV, the radio, and, and in the newspaper, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's kind of hard to miss. It's a, weird, it's, it's a weird deal, the things that we've had going on in this town in the last six months of course you know the annual afc championship game which we get to host every year that's right fun thing. <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know and then, right. and then you have you know you had uh, the ncaa's and the and the big 12 of course and um you, know, you have the draft and you know royals opening day all these things that are pretty big events right in a row it, it's, it doesn't seem you know when we said we were getting the draft it was like oh and, and then you you have you know build off a super bowl win it's it's kind of an odd it's kind of an odd thing to have it's cool uh, I personally won't be going. I, I don't necessarily need to stand there and watch people's names be called. It's, uh, you know, but uh, I think it'll be cool for those those who go, um, put their walking shoes on and, and get down there. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's exciting and it's an exciting year. Um, we've got a lot of local kids who are who are going to hear their names called. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. It is, you know, I, I try to come up with a list of uh, Kansas City kids uh, in in past years who have had their names called and. And, and I got a, you know, I got a pretty long list here. It's certainly incomplete. You know, you're going to miss, you're going to miss people. Uh, but I don't have more than three in any one year um, from from a Kansas City high school, and I think I only have that once or twice. But as you mentioned, this year there's an opportunity to to hear more than two or three names um, of, uh, of players taken in the draft who went to Kansas City high schools, and I wanted to. I wanted to talk to you about this because I wanted to know what you remember about these guys from their high school years in KC. Only one of the – I've got five names listed here. You were kind enough to offer up your list, and I have a few on, on my own. Uh, but only one of the five went to a what we call local school, a college in Missouri or Kansas, and that's the one who probably is the most highly regarded, uh, and that is Felix Anudike Uzama, the edge rusher from Kansas State, who went to Lee Summit and – he was um, uh, he, he was a stud in high school, was he not? He was good, but he's also a guy who made himself better. I, I think back last year when Rashad White got drafted, I think in the third round by the Patriots, or not Patriots, I, I think Tom Brady, I think Patriots, by the Bucks, <laughs> right. and, uh, and it was, ended up being their starter. You know, Felix is a guy who was a really good high school football player. You know, one of the better guys. I think he was all, all state uh, his senior year. But, 
you know, was a bit of a project. And I and I, I remember back when my nephew played at Blue Springs, and Don, uh, he was a junior when Donald Stevenson was a senior. And when Donald Stevenson got drafted by the Chiefs, my dad's like, that kid was not that good. I'm like, well, sometimes it's a piece of clay that they take and they mold. And I think Felix went from a good high school player who could play in college to a guy who make, is, has a chance to make a major impact on the NFL level because he's worked and gotten better, had good coaching as well. So, you know, he, he's a guy who, given the opportunity, kept making himself better. Um, like I said, because the biggest name out of that, the, the, the group that's coming out this year, is probably Ronnie Bell because he won the Simone Award, and he's going to be drafted way, way past uh, after we're like Felix and some of these other guys. Yeah, if he gets drafted. I mean, that's if he gets drafted. Yeah. You know, uh, but we know Felix. You know, as as much as we can know something in the NFL draft, uh-huh. Felix Nudiki Ozama is going to get drafted. He has the based on, from NFL dot com. He has the highest draft grade of the five here that we're going to discuss. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he was first team All State, and then when he gets to K State, he's Big Twelve Defensive Player of the Year. Helps them do a Big Twelve Championship. This season, so great year for NUDK Uzama. All right, the next one is the only one. <laughs> I shouldn't say only one, but it's the one where I needed the pronunciation guide. Um, uh, Northwestern's defensive tackle, Eddie Tamwa, Eddie Barra. I think. I think I've got got okay. it close. Coach Douglas, when he was in high school, said it was Adabadaway. Adabadaway. Okay. I, I just heard Mick Schaefer call him Adabadawar. So I. I call him Tommy. Um, <laughs> that's what he, his brother. His brother is uh, at Oklahoma right now. Um, he started in the spring semester. Uh, PJ, so I call, he goes by PJ. But you know, uh, his senior year, he was a finalist for the Buck Buchanan Award. And that year, it was the the, the, the awards were really a little different. They were held on a Sunday in a neutral location. So the Chiefs had a Thursday night game. So they took all the finalists out to the game and had mm. them down on the field. And I remember standing there uh, looking at him and. Uh, talking with Coach Douglas from North Kansas City, and he looks at me and goes, he's going to play in the league. I mean, he, he just was flat out, and, and you know, he's a, a really talented guy and uh, outstanding uh, player his senior year and did a great job at Northwestern, and uh, he's a, he's an impact guy too, and he's he's a workout warrior type guy, and, and uh, he's really uh, and a really good football player. So it, it was fun to see him, you know, take those steps, much like Felix did. Um, maybe had a little bit of higher pedigree than Felix did in high school, but they they both uh, taken huge steps, and, and it'll be exciting to hear their names called. Well, so he was um, he was also a track star at North yeah. Kansas City. Won the state shot um, his his uh, his senior year. He had a terrific combine, and his stock uh, increased since the end of the season for Northwestern. Jesse Newell from our staff caught up with him at the combine and wrote a nice story about about him. Okay, uh, I got an opportunity when I was at the Final Four in Houston. Uh, on Saturday morning, the day of the national semifinals, I was staying at a place near Rice University, and I was able to just walk over the uh, over to campus and speak to uh, Ikena Enichukwu, Enichukwu, um, the the defensive end from Rice, who uh, did not come out of Kansas City as a as a heralded you know high school player, and he redshirted his first year at Rice. But this is another guy that has made himself into an NFL prospect and looks like he's going to get drafted. He's, he's got a, you know, a, a, a low round draft grade, like a, like a Saturday round draft grade, but, um, uh, it, but, but wrestled at Ruskin high and thought he had a, you know, maybe had a future in wrestling, but turned out to be a pretty darn good football player. Like I said, defensive end. Uh, do you, what do you remember about Enichukwu? Well, 
Well, he's kind of the a group that got things turned around at, at Ruskin. Um, his senior year, their numbers were really low. Uh, their coach, uh, William Perkins, I think it was maybe his second or third year, and that Ruskin was a place that had gone through like head coach, head coach, head coach, like you know four and five years kind of thing. And, and Coach Perkins took over, and and his group of seniors, there weren't many left this senior year. I think there was just a couple dozen kids, or you know, that were left on the field that year. But they they really kind of laid the groundwork for that Ruskin turnaround. I remember his recruiting, um, and it was one of those, he was the biggest uh, uh, recruit to come out of Ruskin in a long time, and uh, it, it really helped. I, you know, I, you don't know if that means anything to other kids when they see a kid go on to play college football, and that gets more numbers out and helps that program turn around. Um, and they actually beat Raytown in a playoff game in senior year. Um, and kind of stunned Raytown that, that I think was maybe looking a little, a little ahead, but they, I think it's the last, or last playoff win for them. Uh, in that time, but the, he really helped turn that program around, and um, exciting to see him in there as well. And like I said, it's it's one of those years where we just have a lot of players. Yeah, look, he was a guy. He told me that he's he's never uh, since then he's never been on a team. He hasn't been on a team with a, finished with a winning record. But Rice went to a bowl game this year with a with a sub five hundred record, and um, he's really looking forward to the draft. He told me that uh, look, he obviously wasn't one of the. I think it was 17 players that the NFL invited to come to Kansas City. There's going to be 17 players here that will get to hug the commissioner. Um, but he said he, he might be wandering around, you know, down uh, Liberty <laughs> Memorial. He said it would be pretty cool to hear so, his name called. Would, you, would he just raise his hand in the crowd yeah, that's, right. I mean, that's me. I, I, think all those, I think all the local guys should do that. Be Absolutely. Like, hey, I'm here. That's I'm right. here. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay, let's go back to Ronnie Bell. I, I remember – that was a big recruiting story, Ronnie Bell, out of, out of um, uh, Park Hill High. And, uh, and, and, of course, he left the area to go to Michigan, had, um, uh, had tore his ACL a year ago, right? 2021 missed the season, but came back strong for this, this past year. Probably going to get drafted uh, late, right, in the, in, in the, on Saturday. But um, take me back to his recruiting uh, story. That was um, – you know, there, there were some local schools that were hopeful that he'd stick around. Well, he was a he was a basketball commit. Yeah, yeah, that's where he stayed. That's right. And and I think people I don't want to say they slept on him in football, but I don't think really anybody thought he was going to play football. In fact, I'm trying to remember if he had signed his letter of intent or not. I mean, I know he had committed to Missouri State, um, but his senior year he just blew up. I mean, he had, um, a huge playoff game against Rockers, scored three touchdowns uh, against Lee Summit. I think he scored two or three touchdowns. In fact. Uh, funny thing about that Lee Summit game is they they came out in the first half and, and pretty much blank covered him and didn't get him the ball and so Park Hill just said okay screw it we're just going to hand to him on a jet sweep and he scored three touchdowns in the second half of that game um, <laughs> that's how dynamic of a player he was they lost to Blue Springs in the semifinals he had a pretty good game there uh, but then you know Jim Harbaugh comes in and swoops in and gets him now I, I don't know if it's common knowledge but uh, Jim Harbaugh's wife's sister uh, lives in Blue Springs and is married to the former Blue Springs South basketball coach, now assistant AD, uh, Jimmy Kane. So uh, Harbaugh even had a Michigan camp at Blue Springs South a few years back. and So he actually has some pretty good ends of what's going on around here, and he swooped in and got Ronnie Bell. And, uh, it was kind of a crazy thing, and, and I know that uh, as a Missouri fan, I was not very happy that, that, that they weren't in on him. Now that's a former re- a regime there. There was regime change there, one that I was very happy with. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it, you know, it's one of those things. That it, that's, that's, there's always a local guy who gets out, uh, and I know the KUK State and Mizzou wish they had. There's always one or two a year, uh, and Ronnie was one of those guys. And, he, you know, he burst as a freshman in Michigan. He came out and made big plays and, 
um, dynamic guy. Um, I think I think he can be a receiver in the league, but he may be a, a return guy, a high level return guy in the league. And, and really, I think it, you know it just depends on you know what system he gets into in terms of receiving. You know, if he gets in the right system, but uh, dynamic guy, uh, definitely one that everybody remembers. Uh, winning the Simone that year, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a really tight uh, race and, and a really fun guy to watch play football and looking forward to watching him on Sundays. Okay, and the last one we'll talk about is another wide receiver, uh, Mitchell Tinsley, uh, Lee Summit High. Was only at, was only in Kansas City at Lee Summit High for one season and uh, went to Hutch after that, uh, signed with Western Kentucky, and then one year at Penn State. Had a good year, 51 catches, almost 600 yards, five touchdowns. Um, he was only here briefly. Do you have any memories of him? You know, I don't. Now, that's one of those things that sometimes when you're on, and Lee Summit, I think it was that year was a, like a 500 team, um, and that's another one of those guys. That, that's kind of the Rashad White um, mm-hmm. road to road to the NFL. You know, Rashad wasn't even starting tailback on his team. Um, they had a, a guy who was really good who never went to college, but uh, Rashad was a, a slot guy, and Tinsley is kind of the same way. You know that they sometimes these guys slip through and. Um, you look up one. You look up one Saturday night, and they're playing college football, and you're like, "Wait a second, I remember that." <laughs> and the next thing you know, they're playing in the NFL. Uh, that's how I, I with Rashad White one night. I'm sitting there watching that game, and um, I, I text the, the former center coach Brian along and I'm like, "Hey, is that that your Rashad?" He's like, "Yep." And that's hats off to Tinsley. Uh, you know, you can be the beauty of how things are now. We see it in basketball and football now with the transfer portal. You can go. You can start small and work and work and work. It's not. It's not like it used to be where you go big and come back small. Right. You can start small and go big now. If you if you've got the, the time and uh, you put the work in and, and put up the numbers, you can work your way up the ladder very easily. And it, it's exciting to see. And, and uh, I'm I'm excited for him. Yeah, fewer obstacles along the path now yeah. for, for for athletes. That's for sure. All right, you mentioned Rashad White a couple times. He was one of two Kansas City high school players taken in last year's draft. The other, of course. Uh, Skylar Thompson, Fort Osage, yeah. seventh round, <laughs> sixth, seventh round pick of the Miami Dolphins, and you know got to play a play, start a playoff game for the Dolphins this year because of the Tua injury. The last first rounder to produce by a Kansas City high school, Isaiah Simmons, out of Olathe North in 2020, um, pretty good ball player, the linebacker with the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, no, he's he's a guy who uh, you know, outstanding athlete, went to Clemson, made huge impacts there. Is kind of you know the the new wave. Of, of players uh, that are out there on the hybrid side, they, yeah. can do, they can do a little bit of everything, and it's kind of funny because uh, I was kind of having—I I did a thing on my side on the top uh, players, highest drafted players uh, in, in the history for Kansas City Metro. Right, and I think I got this right. You know, Russ Washington, somebody I've known of since I was very small because my dad played against him in high school. Yeah, uh, came out of southeast in '68, or kind of southeast. And, um, Mizzou in 68 he was a fourth overall pick uh, by the Chargers and Isaiah was the eighth and then a guy named David Verser from Sumner yeah. in 1981 and I was actually uh, texting back and forth with Dave Stewart about this and he's like yeah that wasn't a great draft pick <laughs> no no he, would, he he did go on to David Verser did go on to be a social worker and a police officer in Cincinnati so he did uh, even though yeah he, he had a he was a returner but that's that's a guy you would have thought there was other guys out there uh, that were higher picks you know um KU guy, right? Versa was a KU, yeah, KU guy. KU guy out of Sumner. So, yep. yeah, no, those are the three guys. But uh, the Russ Washington, Isaiah Simmons, still making a huge impact in the league and uh, things like that. And, you know, I remember um, just different guys who, you know, when Evan Bain got drafted. Uh, and then, you know, of course, 
Drulak and those guys that, that we've covered in our time at Preps KC. It's it's fun to see those guys um, play and, and um, Charles Harris, a guy yeah. who didn't really have any didn't really have any offers going into the postseason. He won the IL award um, at the Simone Awards, and Andy Hill was there, and they're like, "Who is this kid?" They look at him. He goes to Mizzou, and now he's you know in his fifth or sixth year, I think, in the NFL, and um, and he's with the Detroit Lions now. I was looking up how he's doing. So there, you know, there's a lot of there's more than you think that have come out of here. And this is another year, and there's another guy who may who may get a taste too. We had to talk about his Kobe Cummings out of Black County, who went to Missouri Western. Um, and he's a, he was a defensive back, and I, he was a good athlete for them. Another guy who's got some good measurables. I don't know. I mean, I know the Chiefs had him in, um, so that, that'll be interesting. But you know, if you if you can play that position, they're going to find you, no matter if you're drafted or not. So, and yeah, just a couple of blasts from the past as well to add to the list. Uh, Josh Freeman was a first round pick yeah. in, in 2009 out of Grandview. Alden Smith, um, you know, another uh, first round pick uh, in in 2011. I think anyway the the, the my opinion of the best high school football player, uh, or the, the the best player from a Kansas City high school to have the top NFL career is Darren Sproles. That's yeah. my opinion. Others would argue others, some others, but I think it's Darren Sproles. He was a fourth round pick in two thousand and five. Well, you know what's funny is uh, Rodney Pete spent one year at Shawnee Mission South. True, and I was like, oh yeah, what about Rodney? Rodney was drafted in the sixth round <laughs> and played in the NFL for what, 15 years? Yeah, had, had a, starter, a long career. Starter for a long time for the mm-hmm. Lions. And, you know, it's it's funny to, you know, where some of these guys, you know, that you think about, oh, that guy had to be like a first or second round pick. And you go back in their third and fourth round picks. And um, the guy, Braden Smith, who was a second round pick, I think, by the Colts. Um, you know, there's a guy who's, you know, starting offensive lineman in the NFL, and he never. He never won. He was a finalist for the Buchanan Award three times and never won because he lost out to two guys who were NFLers on their own in Evan Bateman and Elijah Lee. You know, so it's like right. uh, that's kind of you know that's kind of the spot you want to look at if you're. We tend to put out that position as much as anything the defensive offensive lineman um, Malik Collins, who's a starter um, with the Texans and had a good game against yeah, the Chiefs. That's right. Yeah, he sure um, did. I think he was a third rounder out of Nebraska. And, um, he, he won the Bobby Bells, the best small school uh, offensive lineman, uh, offensive defensive lineman, and, and went to Nebraska, had a great career up there. And, uh, is really, you know, onto his second contract. And, um, it, you know, the, the funny thing about defensive lineman, I was t- talking with a friend of mine, is, you know, Malik could, his career could be over at 26, 27, or some of those guys, like the interior guys, will play to 33, 34. Yep. Because it's, it, it's not a quick burst spot. You're not, you're not trying to get off the edge, and if you lose a half a step, it, it changes your game. You know, you can be a big guy in the middle who's who moves his feet pretty good and is good with his hands and play a long time in the league if you want to. So, um, Malik's off to a great start in his career. So it's it, the draft is always interesting and fun. And um, some years I pay more attention to it than I than I I do other years. But uh, the Chiefs drafting late the last few years is is, is always interesting to see how they do there. But uh, um, no, it's a good time, and, and I, I think everybody anybody goes. Hopefully, we'll have good weather. Uh, it'll be a, a fun weekend, and, and I look forward to seeing some of these kids' names get called. And I think the Chiefs, speaking of, of the, the hometown team, uh, I think they could take any of the Kansas City kids because yeah. they're all at positions where you know you, you could see a the Chiefs make a, you make a case that the, the position of need, the edge rusher uh, up high if if it's Enyudike Ozama, but also defensive tackle for the rotation, wide receiver for the depth. Um, I think it's possible that uh, the Chiefs could take any one of these, and I. 
I'm struggling to come up with the last Chiefs player drafted who went to a Kansas City area high school. Um, I'm sure I'm missing someone obvious, and I'll make a note of it. Um, it well, I mean, Donald, but that's been a decade ago. Um, that's been more than a decade ago because he, he was like 2010, wasn't he? Who is that? Donald Stevenson. Donald Stevenson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah uh, Blue yeah, Springs, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he, so. played, he played his senior year at Blue Springs, and uh, you know, I mentioned earlier my father's reaction, and I tried to explain to my father that, yeah, he was six foot five, 300 pounds in high school, and in high school you could take a five foot eight, 175 pound defensive end and say, run around him. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's like, it's, it's not apples to apples. And, and plus, he was a bit of a project. He came from Kansas City Central, uh, and, and his first year at Blue Springs was a huge learning curve for him. And so that, you know, and, and he went on to Oklahoma and, and continued that. And, he played in the league. He played a couple more years after he left here. I think he did for, right. I think he went to the, may have gone to the Broncos. I'm not 100. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I mean, he so he had. A, I think he may have gotten through his, you know, four or five years, which is what's what's kind of the goal for those guys that they can make it through and maybe get a second contract. But no, it's uh, it, it's it's fun. I know that. I remember the year Evan got drafted because that was kind of a fun year. Um, and then you know, like Drew and Skyler last year getting drafted was great. And then, and then you know, them going through their quarterback room and. I don't know why anybody ever would have thought playing behind Teddy Bridgewater and Tua Tagovailoa that the third stringer might have a chance. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I don't know. I don't know. And, and nothing. You know, Skyler had injury history. I, there must be sure something did. about injured, quarter, injured quarterbacks that the uh, the Dolphins uh, the Dolphins love because that's that's what they've stocked their quarterback room with. So uh, no, it was. I, I mean, when he got when he got a job, I was like, oh, he'll play at some point. Neither one. They're gonna. They can't keep both those guys healthy all year long. <laughs> They're not playing seventeen, so now it's uh you know good for Skyler and, and he's such a great guy, and, uh, great family, and, and you know his uh, his truck through you know K State was a kind of winding road, but then he had a great senior year. Uh, we'll see, and you know uh, we've got some more coming maybe next year. You know, uh, depending on what Graham Mertz does down in Florida now that he's transferred, you know, he was always kind of a prototypical NFL guy. He's gonna have to turn it on, but uh, they they have a pedigree of making guys in the NFL quarterbacks down there in Florida right now. I mean. Uh, that guy, I don't think a lot of people thought was an NFL, you know, first rounder. But they're talking about him going the first round this year, so it's it's going to be a fun weekend to say the least. Very good. All right, Dion Clisso, PrepsKC.com. Always great catching up with you, and we'll uh, um, maybe we'll find another top. Maybe after the after the draft, we'll see where yeah. these guys landed and, um, and 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 reminisce a little bit more. Thanks, Dion. Hey, this is Blair. There are several ways to access the Star Sports section. Let me tell you about a couple of them. There is Sports Pass. For $12.99 a month, you get unlimited digital access to all of the Star Sports content, including beat writing, columns, features, pretty much everything we write. The deal renews monthly until you tell us to cancel. For $159.99 a year, you get everything the Star has to offer digitally, including sports and the e-edition. Go to KansasCity.com and drop down to the bottom of the page where it says Start a Subscription for more information. Your support has never been more important. As always, thanks for reading and listening. While covering the Final Four in Houston earlier this month, I made it over to Rice University and caught up with Ikenna Enichukwu. He's a defensive lineman who hopes to hear his name called at the NFL Draft this week. Enichukwu attended Ruskin High, where he marched in the band and wrestled as well as played football. He tells us about his NFL Combine experience and his NFL Draft hopes. How about your sports background? What uh, what did you grow up doing and playing, and and uh, what was available to you? Yeah, I really wasn't playing sports at all until about eighth grade. Like before, I was like just like doing band. 
that I started. I've uh, heard about this. Yeah. yeah, I started playing. I started football eighth grade. I uh, I started wrestling that year. So I was, I was doing football and wrestling at the time. I, like, I thought I was gonna be a better wrestler than a football player, but yeah, just things turned out like uh, football ended up being my main sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I read somewhere and I didn't realize this um, that winning football seasons didn't haven't come easily for teams that you played for. Yeah, they haven't came at all. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I hope I hope the curse breaks this next year. Yeah. Um, but regardless, yeah, wherever I go, like you know, if it's like the best team or the worst team. I'm gonna build build them up like this way. I've been trying. I've been trying the past years. Like, I, 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 lo- I love that though. That's like part of the reason why I stay at Rice. I'm all you know. I like, see something like take it from the ground up. That's like like me- more meaningful than like just you know ring chasing and just uh, being somewhere that's like like it's like it's just given. You're just on the roster. You're just getting the free ring. I want you know. I want to earn it. You know. I want like battles with adversity. That's what I like. I feel like it's gonna grow me as a person. That's something I can like you know take back to like. My, my friends, people look up look up to me at Ruskin and whatnot. And this season, at least, ended a bowl game. It did, yeah, I did. Like, it was just a great experience being at that bowl game. Like, I was just like having so much fun. It was like it was like just a like the ultimate like Christmas celebration. Cause, like this like last time I really like hanging out like these, all these guys in the same place. Like it's like yes, like, really last time that team was gonna be all in one place. Right. And it was like so fun. I, I got done with. It. I was like, man, like we should have been doing this every year. But I'm, I'm hoping they get to, like to where the, the bowl game is just like the standard. Right. Um, you went through the, the combine experience. Mm-hmm. How did you find that? I found that to be just amazing. Like, either I just want to set foot. Like, I mean, when I first got the invite, I was like, yeah, awesome. That was like, people like, I'm like, well, you go to the combine. It's big time. Now, now I, realized, I was like, whoa, this, I'm, I'm at the combine. Like, you know, at first I was just like, you know, it was like, I was just like wired in. I'm just like, you know, like anxious about like, you know, just trying to like be, like, like get, get my, get, get faster and stronger. And that, that like really didn't set to me like, like, oh wait, this is like the NFL combine. This is like what I've been dreaming of since I was, started playing football. I was like watching it on TV all the time. Like, like dreaming about myself, like, like, like being in it. Like now, like I'm literally in it. Like this is like, I walked in the stadium, like, wow, like, this is like, this is really it. This is like, <laughs> like when I was in there, I just, it felt so real. Like it felt like, yeah, I really belong here. And it's like, I felt good. You did feel. I mean, you felt like you were, you know, you did belong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, your, your measurables must have been really nice. I mean, your, your size is great and everything. What what did, uh, in the interview part of that, what did those, um, uh, how did that go for you? What what were the things that they asked you about that, that kind of surprised you or, um, uh, or that, that you felt, you know, comfortable talking about? Yeah, honestly, yeah, I felt I felt my interviews were great. I played like something that like really might help my uh, draft stock because I feel like I'm a, a good person, a well-spoken person. Like, I have like I'm, I feel like I'm a good like leader in, in like in, in the way I speak. And I feel like there weren't really too many curveballs and questions. I feel like I was ready to handle most questions. I had, I had good answers for most questions, especially at the combat. I feel like I answered questions really good. You know, like the football-based questions. I feel like I, I can. I, I'm, I'm a good uh, speaker of football. I, I I love to talk ball, honestly, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I think it, it, the, the biggest curveball actually was uh, seeing my the assistant D line coach my freshman year at Rice. I see, I used the first person to interview me at the combine, and I was like, oh, that was something I was not ready for. So like, he just like he didn't like jump to like he didn't like go to like the get to know you questions. He just went straight to straight, straight to the, straight to the film, straight to the whiteboard. Uh, who does, does is he with a team now, an NFL team? Yeah, he's with the Lions. With the Lions, mm-hmm. okay. Um, I guess I don't know exactly how it works, but um, are there a certain number of teams that you talk to there, or is it 
do they invite you to come talk to you? How, how does that work? Yeah, you, like everybody just comes to the, like the, the middle area. Then like the teams are like on the outside of the room. Yeah. So like, you'd be like a table like this, and it's, like all the teams would be on the outside at their own like like stations. Then like they have somebody come grab you and bring you back, bring you back to the where they are. Okay. How many how many teams grab you? So at the All Star game, I had I counted twenty five teams uh, I talked to. Then at the combine, it was probably like a much fewer. I probably might be like they're just like to fill out the other seven. Okay. So probably like, yeah, probably like at most seven. I'm not sure. I, I think there's like maybe at least one team that like interviewed me twice. Okay. But I don't remember which one. Okay. So <clears throat> did you did you leave that experience feeling good? I mean about about your future in NFL and. Oh yeah, I felt great. Like honestly, like yeah, I felt like I did my best. I did what I could do. I I sort of, of course I I still wish I like. Was like ran a four three. <laughs> that would be, um, that would that would have been awesome. But I still like was satisfied in the sense of like, as I I know I'm gonna be able to like get my foot in the door. Like that's all I need. Like I I know I can like outwork anybody. Like just like just as I did like coming out out of high school. Like, cause I was like a, like, I don't I don't think I had like any stars. Then like I was in like a highly recruited talent. But, like I knew like, I I knew I was underrated. So I knew I I had the potential to work everybody work outwork everybody else. Okay. And I just like, like I'm in love again, better. How did uh, let's let's go to that. So when it, it, at Ruskin, who um, I think I saw where Wyoming was a school that mm. showed some interest in you, and, and obviously Rice. But who else? Uh, yeah, I remember my fr- I I had like a few uh, division like FCS offers. But my first offer, my first Division One offer I got was University of Memphis. Okay. I remember yeah, Dan, Dan Landy, he came to my school and offered me. You know, I was like. I was saying, like, the first week, like, the week before I got my first offer from, like, Division Two Missouri Southern, I was like, okay, I have something. Then, like, the next week, it's Memphis University. Like, I was like, wow. Like, mm. yeah, I was like, like this is big time. It's like, it's like, it was crazy. Then uh, I had offers from uh, Arkansas State, uh, Northern Illinois, um, the academies. Mm. Uh, where else? Yeah, what I said, Wyoming. Yeah. Um, I love Ivy League offers. Uh, I think where else? Let's see. I had a Kent State offer too. Okay. So you had some, you had a decision to make. Mm-hmm. I mean, why right? Why did you end up choosing? Yeah, I was I, initially I chose Air Force. Oh. Yeah, I chose Air Force at first because I just like what they're they were bringing to the table in terms of like, uh, like opportunities post football, like the you know the military benefits, just like the prestige of like being in like uh, not just like like in the military, but like you're like a high ranking uh, person in the military as soon as you graduate, and like you're gonna have like the education part, like because like Air Force is like also like you know like the like more of a smarter academy, sure. like yeah. uh, like just like that you know, yeah. yeah. So like it just seemed like they like there was a lot going in that in that sense. Cause, like I thought like I wasn't like I want because I wanted to go to the NFL, but like, I feel like. I liked Air Force because, like, it was, like, you know, just guaranteed, like, after football. Cause I, I was, like, oh, there's, like, a 1% like, chance of going to the NFL. Then but I got the offer from Rice. I wasn't, at first I wasn't even, like, uh, trying to entertain it. But, like, I, my coach, like, like, like really urged me to reconsider, like, hey, you could go, you could have a chance to go pro. And I was, like, I was, like, are you sure? I was, like, really? I was, like, yeah, I searched deep inside me, like, like you know, like, this is, that is, like, more so, like, what I would want to pursue in my life. That, that would, like, give me the most means to, like, have the opportunity to, like pursue the NFL like at the academies like you know I think that they, they might still have that role we have to serve five before you right. like get the opportunity right. 
Well, and with Reich, you kind of get the best of both worlds, right? I mean, mm -hmm. You get um, the academic reputation, and it's a great school. <clears throat> um, and, and, you know, football program that has history and tradition here. And so um, you, uh, <clears throat> you know, since COVID, people have had opportunities to free, free transfers. You, know, you could have gone anywhere. Uh, but you came back here and played your entire career here. Um, I assume you're glad you did, but did you ever entertain a thought of you know, maybe trying to see see how you could measure up in an SEC or Big 12 or Pac-12? You know, Pac yeah, I did entertain a thought. Like, I, yeah, at first, like, especially, like, coming in, like, I did think, like, I guess I bought to, like, the Power 5 hype, like, like oh, like, most players, like, I, like, most NFL teams, like, really look at the Power 5, it's, like, um, they, like they like there's either chip on shoulder for like group of five guys. I, I do I still do think there is, but because um, I just like thought it was like I still think I think it is difficult to, more difficult to get out of the group of five. Even though, like just like playing like both uh, SEC teams and group of five teams. I feel like like there's like there's like offensive linemen in like conference relay that are better than like SEC and uh, Big Twelve all all I might played. Like, we played USC this this past year. Like that's definitely not the best line we played the whole year. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's like, yeah, I think I think it's like, yeah, there's like great football players everywhere. Yeah, but for me, I, yeah, I really chose to stay at Rice because, well, like, the, I like I was, first thing is like I found out like I realized like, you know, it is possible to go to NFL from Conference USA. I knew like it was, it's not like you know some shot. You just have to like like if you're good, like you're gonna be good wherever you go, and, um. I guess the joke about, like, oh, if I had, like, the same, like, numbers at, like, SEC school, I'd be, like, two rounds higher. But at the same time, it's, like, it just meant more to, like, finish out with Rice. Cause, like, like, you know, like, we were, like, not having, like, losing, we were having a lot of losing seasons. And I, like, still wanted to be, like, that, like, make that change. Because if I just, like, walked out, like, while, while this university was, like, not doing good, like, how, like, like how I, like, you know, be able to, like, you know, give a speech to, like, Ruskin of, like, how to, like, change the, change the culture, like, how to, like, uh, turn around a program. That's like one of the things like I'm trying to you know, figure out like how do how do you turn around a program, and I feel like it just meant more to stay at Rice, not just like I'm trying to turn around Rice. It's like I am Rice. Like you, I get to decide like what Rice is. Like you, I get to like show show off, like represent it, and like like show like be the face of Rice. Like say I am Rice, and I'm gonna like you know be in like the driver's seat, and, like help things, change things around instead of just like. Saying oh rice is bad, and I was like I have to like take ownership and accountability. Like I'm, I'm a big, I'm a part of like what uh, the destiny of like the team is. Right, right. And like and like we said, I mean going to a bowl game was a big step for, yeah, for this program this year. Um, that was great to see. Okay, um, the the draft, as you noted, uh, is in your hometown, and uh, and I know it's we're still three weeks away from the, or more than three weeks, uh, almost a month. Um, have you decided where you're going to spend the draft period, or are you going to stay here? Or yeah, definitely. I want to be in the city you for sure. KC. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'm not sure if I'll be like in like in back to the bank, but I do like want to just like go over there, like just walk like up, maybe like take a selfie, and be like, hey, <laughs> show my grandchildren, like yeah, I was I was there in the Kansas City. <laughs> um, like yeah, that's like it was like the fact that it was like Kansas City, like this year, I feel like it just a sign like that I have to like declare this year, like yeah, it's like probably like. It's like it's just like like the stars lined up like yes yeah, <laughs> I just had to. Um, so you think you might find yourself wandering around the Union Station area? <laughs> For sure, <laughs> I might go there in a couple of days. Yeah, 
Well, they got a big fan fest they're going to have up at the behind the Liberty Memorial. Mm. That, that big lawn behind the Liberty Memorial is going to be where all the fan fest stuff is, and the fans are going to be sitting on the hill, you know, in front of Union Station that goes up to the Liberty Memorial. They're, uh, they're, they're expecting about a hundred thousand people. Oh there. man. Yeah, like like a Chiefs or Royals parade. Yeah, you know? I, I remember I missed. I, missed like, it was, I was always like at Rice, so I missed like both the Chiefs parade. Yeah, and then uh, the Royals one. I, I don't know why I didn't go that one. I wish I was could have gone to it when I didn't have to ride. So, uh, is did you grow up a fan of the Chiefs? Oh yeah, for sure. So as soon as I started playing football, that's when Andy Reid got there. Like he started picking up. And then uh, like I was just like a fan like Alex Smith, Jamal Charles, all of them. Like I, I just. Uh, like, it was a family, that first team that got there. And, like, I seen, like, them, like, team change. And, like, Patrick Mahomes get there and, like, take things up. Like, it was just, like, always excited to see. But, um, yeah, like, wherever I go, if I, if, I, if I have to be on a different team, I don't know. I might, I might not like the Chiefs anymore. But <laughs> if, I, if I'm the one that has to chase uh, Patrick Mahomes down, I might. <laughs> That'll do it for today. Thanks to our Sportsbeat KC production staff of Randy Mason, Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, and Scott Chasen. Tip of the cap to Ikena and Achukwu and to Dion Clisso for sharing their insights. Today's morning sports edition was 29 pages packed with NBA and NHL playoffs, the weekend in golf, tennis, and baseball, and of course, everything NFL draft. Find it at liveedition.kansascity.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon with another Sports Beat KC, where we talk sports in Kansas City every day. Sports Beat KC.